0: Hey there, this is Clay with modernlove.life, where we help get the great relationship that you're looking for without having to play mind games, without having to play hard to get, without having to pretend to be someone or something that you are not. And if you like what we're doing here, please go ahead and do me a favor, give us a thumbs up, go ahead and subscribe to the channel and be sure to hit that bell icon next to the subscribe button so that you can get notifications next time we go live or next time we upload a new video. Um, Today, we're going to be talking about rebound relationship psychology, and we're going to be talking a lot about how to um, avoid getting into some of the traps of a rebound relationship. And if that's something that you are interested in doing, you might benefit from some of the work that we talk about in our free course over at modernlove.life slash class. We talk about the five upgrades to your love operating system. Uh, one of those upgrades is of course, letting go of past relationships so that you do not end up in a rebound relationship. Um, and you know, yeah, if you like the course, you can also sign up for our you know next level course up after that called the compatibility code. And if you're not feeling it, that's totally fine too, but either way you can check that out over at modernlove.life slash course. Okay. So rebound relationship psychology. We did a video yesterday on rebound relationships and that seemed to have been pretty popular, so I figured we'd continue the conversation today and talk more about the psychology about a rebound relationship and what's really going on. Now, um, of course, a rebound relationship is not really measured by time, it's not really about a certain period of time that happens and then, you know, hey, look at that, suddenly you don't have to worry about being in a rebound relationship anymore. It's really more about how you are dealing with the emotions and the things that happened from the previous relationship. And if you're not dealing with them, then you're just going to carry that baggage day after day after day, week after week after week, month after month after month, year after year after year, decade after decade after decade in some cases. Um, from one relationship to the next, from one interaction to the next, and you'll just have a series of rebound relationships, which I don't think is what you want. Um, So what you want to do is you want to look at what exactly is happening in the process of a rebound relationship. So um, when somebody enters into a rebound relationship, they often are suppressing or repressing, depending on if it's an intentional or unintentional thing that they're doing, um, the healing process of of going through a breakup. Sorry, there's a bunch of horns, uh, cars honking their horns outside here. It's kind of distracting me. Um, but they are over. They're they're trying to suppress the the emotional healing period, the grief period, the releasing of um, the uncertainty, the drama, the pain, the hurt, and all that stuff that happened during the relationship. And the breakup, they're trying to just kind of paper that over with something else, right? And although it might seem that this is something that is a great idea, it doesn't really work out that way because you can't really just ignore the emotional issues that will obviously naturally come up as the result of being in a breakup, right? You just can't ignore them. You just can't pretend that they don't exist. You know, if you don't release those feelings, then they're just going to stay with you and you're going to again, carry them with you from one relationship to the next, from one interaction to the next, from one date to the next, um, until you actually deal with these feelings. So it's not a factor of time. It's really a factor of how you're dealing with your emotions. Now, if somebody was to enter into a rebound relationship maybe somebody you know maybe somebody you know personally um, you might think that they just end up in a relationship with you know any old person that they happen to cross paths with um, but it's not really such a random thing if you look at how a lot of rebound relationships happen it's typically that the the person entering into the rebound relationship will choose a partner that is either extremely similar to their ex or the exact polar opposite of their ex. And um, this is really a very big warning sign that this is a rebound relationship Um, because it means that they're still reacting to the previous relationship. They're reacting to the breakup. Um, And they're doing that instead of intentionally creating something uh, organic, natural, Um, and not anchored into something from the past like they did with their ex, okay? Um, And so what happens is if they're trying to find a partner, most likely unconsciously, but if they're unconsciously finding a partner that is very similar to their ex, what happens is they're probably unconsciously trying to resolve or work through certain issues that they were not able to do so with their ex and they were unable to come to peace with through self-reflection through examining their own behaviors through examining what worked and what didn't work and instead they're just trying to recreate something else uh, or try to essentially do the same thing and hope that it'll result in something different and we all know that that is the definition of insanity. Um, But, you know, for example, somebody might have been in a relationship with maybe an emotionally unavailable man, as an example. And then let's say this hypothetical woman ends up going through a breakup with this guy or he breaks up with her or whatever. And then she just jumps right into another relationship with another emotionally unavailable guy. And this is something that could happen because she is perhaps unintentionally, well, number one, she, she might just be bringing herself to dating in a way that's causing her to just attract emotionally unavailable people. But she also might be doing this in an unconscious way to try to prove to herself that, hey, I can make something work with this person that's very similar to my ex, therefore the problem wasn't with me, it was with them, or, you know, they, they might be trying to somehow Make some sort of meaning, or make some sort of sense, or make some sort of um, understanding or resolution with the issues that happened with the ex. Okay, so that is what happens when when somebody ends up in a rebound relationship with somebody very similar to their ex. On the other hand, if they go with somebody who is like the polar opposite of their ex, um, they're still obviously living in reaction to that previous relationship, um, but instead they are really letting the previous relationship, the previous ex set the tone for what's happening in the future. So in a certain sense, they're still in the relationship with the ex because their energy is all bound up with that person. Um, I actually had a client um, a while back who uh, was like a really driven entrepreneurial kind of guy. And just due to some issues that were going on in his business, it was like really focusing all of his attention on that. And he was kind of emotionally unavailable because he was uh, putting all of his attention and energy and emotion into the issue that was going on with his business. And because of that, um, his ex was frustrated that uh, that she was unable to connect with him. And so she broke up with him and ended up getting into a relationship with a coworker of hers. And uh, this guy was like totally emotionally available. Um, he had some other shortcomings, uh, but, but she went to the complete polar opposite. And that's not to say that you don't want to date people that are the opposite in certain characteristics, uh, that maybe your ex had or something like that, but you want to do it in an intentional sort of way. Okay. Because if your relationship, if your new relationship is based off of being the opposite or being not the relationship that you had with your ex, then as soon as your need, your emotional need to get the opposite of what you had with somebody else is resolved or works out or something like that, then suddenly you're in this relationship with somebody that maybe you're not compatible with. Maybe you want different things. Maybe they're not a good fit for you. Um, and the relationship was just simply based on them not being your ex. And suddenly because, you know, you've, time has passed and you've gone through the work and you've gotten emotionally cleared and all that stuff and you no longer need to be distancing yourself from your ex, that you're you're not so attracted to this person That's the polar opposite. And so suddenly, you know, the connection starts to fizzle and all that because it was just based off of not being someone else. But you don't want to be in a relationship with somebody because of who they're not. You want to be in a relationship with somebody because of who they are. So um, that is a really important factor in, you know, intentionally choosing a relationship. and. Again, it's totally okay to say, okay, I was in a relationship with somebody who, I don't know, was a jerk in some way, um, and now I want to be in a relationship with somebody who's really nice. Like, there's nothing wrong with that as long as you are intentionally saying, this is the person I want to be with. I can be present with this person. I'm consciously choosing to be with a person like this, not because they are the opposite of someone else, but because of who they actually are. So there's a very big difference between that and I hope that's something that you can understand. Um, And if you can really understand this, then you'll understand kind of how the overall uh, rebound relationship psychology aspect comes together here. And in order to really make sure that you're entering into a a relationship for the right reason, you want to really answer the question yourself of why am I getting into this relationship? Is it because I want to avoid the pain from the past? Is it because I want to avoid the, the pain from the breakup? Is it because I don't want to have to deal with the uncertainty of like what, what happens now in life that I'm not in a relationship? Um, is it because I am holding on to some sort of vendetta against my ex and I want to you know move on faster than them so that they feel like a loser for letting me go or something like that? Or is it because of who this actual other person is? Is it because of actual qualities that they have for who they are rather than who they are not, okay? And this is a really important factor uh, because you want to really learn how to choose to be with somebody based off of who they are, not based off of who they are not. And I see a lot of people just flopping around from rebound relationship to rebound relationship to rebound relationship, again, because of the whole state of uh, dating these days. Uh, Again, I'll put a link up to that video that I did a few weeks ago on that topic. Um, but people are having shorter and shorter and shorter attention spans, which means that you know, as soon as they date somebody, and as soon as the smallest amount of friction starts to reveal itself, they're quick to jump out the door. And then, because you know, we live in an instant gratification society, they say, okay, well, now I need to be in a relationship with somebody else. So you know, the next week or the next month or something like that, they're boom in a new relationship with somebody else, and. Lo and behold, it's either somebody who is identical to their last partner and they're trying to work through those emotions, or two, they are dating somebody who's the exact polar opposite and they're just simply reacting to that previous relationship. And it's through this process where people don't actually take the time to self reflect to learn why a relationship did or didn't work and they just start to, you know, change partners like, you know, we change clothes from one day to the next. Um, that's when you just end up with these like layers upon layers upon layers of emotional issues that are left unresolved. And that's how people can really end up in a very jaded and cynical world view where they think that like all men are this way or all men are that way or love is like a loser's game and it's fake or something like that. And again, like you don't have to be bitter. I don't want you to be bitter. I don't want you to end up playing this zero-sum game where everyone loses. I want you to actually have a great love life, a great relationship, and I want you to not end up in a rebound relationship. I want you to actually be able to consciously and intentionally create something wonderful with somebody who's going to appreciate you for who you are. And uh, if that's something you'd like, please give us a thumbs up. Please subscribe to the channel if you're not already. And um, if you want to learn more about that course I was talking about at the beginning of this video. You can find out more about that over at modernlove.life slash class. It's totally free to take, totally free to sign up. Um, Anyway, with that being said, let's see what folks are talking about in the chat area. My ex calls me after 17 years. What do I do? Well, do you want to talk to your ex? If you actually do want to talk to your ex, then pick up the phone and say, hey, what's going on? I haven't talked to you since, I guess, 17 years ago. That would be 2000." Two. Wow, that's a while back. Um, Yeah, and you could could just see what's going on. You can see if there's anything there. You can see if you want to continue this conversation. You can see if you want to possibly date. Um, But that's if you want to pick up the phone. That's if you're curious. If you're not curious and you don't want to go down that road and you don't want to open that door, there's absolutely nothing wrong with uh, not picking up the phone. Just, you know, tell him, hey, you know, I think we just leave the past in the past or, you know, possibly even just not responding at all. Um, But, you know, there's no should do this or should not do that, like your choice, your preference is totally something that uh, that you should take into to, to account, right? You get to choose if you want to be together with your ex, if you want to talk to your ex, if you want to not talk to your ex. Um, you know, don't look to me or look to someone else to tell you how to feel or what you should do. You need to make these decisions based off of what you believe is right for you. And if you want to talk to your ex, then go ahead and do it. If you don't, then Nothing wrong with that. Um, what else are we talking about? Hey, Clay. Good day so far? Um, yeah, today's been a pretty good day. Getting a little bit of sun out here today. I uh, actually finished my, my uh, tax returns and it turned out a whole lot better than, than I thought they would be. Uh, you know, like, like if you just have a job with like a company and you just get like a W2 or whatever the equivalent is in whatever country you live in, um, your taxes are totally easy. But if you like are self-employed like I am, then taxes can be a very elaborate process. <laughs> um, so I'm really glad that that's done with. I'm glad that the, the results are a whole lot better than, than I had hoped. Um, can you please talk about how to lower reactance yeah okay big fan of the channel by the way okay yeah Davey so um for those of you don't know reactance is essentially the emotional resistance that somebody has towards interacting with you where you know maybe because of things that happened in the past or because of a poor impression that you left with them or something like that um, you know maybe you text them and instead of responding to you like a normal person would they they don't respond or they block you or they tell you to Go take a hike or something like that. Um, so reactance is really based off of uh, a couple of factors. Number one, it can be based off of how you are approaching somebody. So if you are talking to somebody in a way, either you know face to face, over text message, over email, over any medium, um, you may be unintentionally causing them to put up a wall of resistance based off of how you are interacting with them, right? Like a a really obvious example of this would be approaching somebody in a very desperate needy way, right? That doesn't feel good on the other person's receiving side of things. Um, So they're going to be hesitant about interacting with you. They're going to, you know, try to avoid you. They're gonna uh, maybe take a little bit longer to respond to your messages, if they even respond at all. Um, and of course, there are obviously much, much, much more subtle ways that people also cause reactance to happen as well too. And it's through um, empathy, really, that you can start to put yourself in the other person's point of view, so that you can see how your actions and your behaviors are uh, being perceived by the other person, and you can make any necessary adjustments there. Uh, the other factor of reactance is, uh, you know, if it's based off of certain things that happened in the past between you and them. Um, Number one, like actually reflecting back to them how your actions may have impacted them on an emotional level, like just letting them know that, um, you know, yeah, I I never intended this, but uh, I can understand why all those nights that I spent working late really made you think that I didn't care about you. Um, At the time, I was just so concerned about my career. I was really afraid and I didn't I I thought that was the only thing I could do. I never really stopped to think about how it might affect you. And I totally get that now. And I'm really sorry that that's the impact that I had. You know, just like letting them know that uh, will let them to understand that you get how your actions impacted them. And it will, uh, it it can, allow them the opportunity to release that emotional resistance so that they can actually start to have a conversation with you. And the other factor that uh, can help to reduce reactance is of course time because sometimes people just need a little bit of time to uh, let go of the emotions that they're holding on to, the, the complex emotions that they're holding on to. Uh, And, you know, sometimes time will help. Time does not always heal all wounds, but it can definitely turn down the volume of many of those wounds for some people. Uh, But, you know, don't use time as like your only strategy. Obviously how you're approaching the other person can have a big impact as well too. Let's see, what else are folks talking about? Um, So, yeah, so Jira wants to know if they chain together short-term rebounds, does it accumulate or is it typically just surrounding the original relationship? Actually, it it really can accumulate. Um, You know, like if you are trying to escape the pain of a relationship failure, a breakup, by jumping into a new relationship, a rebound relationship, and then that relationship doesn't work out because of, you know, many of the things that we've talked about in this video, that rebound can also end in a breakup which can cause the person to to you know have decreased levels of self-esteem cause them to really feel down about themselves like oh hey like look how much of a hot mess am I like I ended up breaking up with the one person and then I ended up in another relationship and then we ended up breaking up like after only two months and then I ended up in another relationship and we broke up like am I just like one of these like damaged goods kind of people and then suddenly people start to take on this identity of I'm just not good at relationships, or uh, relationships are, are hard work, or um, you know, relationships—they're not worth it. And then suddenly, they start to really get this kind of jaded, or even cynical mindset that they can carry with them and of course that's just going to add another layer on top of the the issue you know assuming they're even still interested in going out and dating and they haven't just completely given up or uh resigned themselves to isolation or loneliness or singlehood or anything like that and and and, you know there's nothing wrong with being single but if you really want to be in a relationship um but you're you have so many emotional blocks then that can really be an impediment there as well too but yeah these these uh rebound things absolutely can uh cascade upon one another love from india oh cool we got somebody tuning in from india that's so interesting Helen says my ex and I are in I am not fighting anymore for him. I love him and uh let God I guess let God guide you. Um yeah, yeah, it's totally cool to to understand where where the line is, where you're like, okay, you know, I, I tried to make that relationship work, and uh, for any number of reasons, it it's just not working, you know. Um, and maybe, you know, it's not to say it'll never work out. You know, maybe something down the road, a couple months, years might might change things. Like at the beginning of this uh, live stream, we had somebody leave a comment that said, "Hey, my ex after 17 years reached out." And, you know, that's, that's the kind of stuff that you can't plan around. I mean, like, I obviously don't want you sitting around waiting on pins and needles for somebody to reach out to you for 17 years. Um, but, you know, as soon as you let go of expectation, a whole lot of good things can happen in your life. So it's always great to let go of expectation sooner rather than later. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's good to know where your boundary is when it comes to trying to make things work with a certain person versus not making things work with a certain person. let's see I've got a couple people who have who are commenting many times and I want to try and get some people that I haven't responded to yet I just found out my ex has been lying to me about how her and her rebound are doing I thought that we were on good terms and I feel that she lied not to protect me but to not stress herself out more should I confront her Okay. Yeah. So, so um, if your ex was lying about being in a relationship with somebody else or about perhaps the seriousness of it, um, there, there's a couple things. Number one, do you want to stay in some sort of relationship with your ex as either friends, as someone that you see from time to time, or like, are you just open to like, just, just cutting it totally, completely and never talking to her again? Um, If you're okay with just, letting her not be a part of your life anymore, then you don't need to confront her. Um, Very few good things would actually come from that. Um, But learning to accept that she did what she did because that's what she believed was the best thing that she could do at that time, that's what occurred to her as the best thing for her to do at that time. Um, That's gonna help you come to peace with that, that it probably had nothing to do with you. It didn't have anything to do with her trying to hurt you. It didn't have anything to do with her, um, anything like that. It was just she didn't know how to handle it. And that was what occurred to her as the best possible thing to do in that moment. Um, If you do want to remain in her life and her in your life and all that in some capacity, whatever capacity that may be, then, then it might make sense to confront her. Uh, you know, obviously not in like a, hey, you lied to me and I'm like gonna like rub it in your face and hold it over your head forever kind of way, but in a way where it's just like, hey, I found out through, I don't know, whatever way you found out, that uh, what you said was actually not true. And um, you know, I can understand why you might've twisted the truth a little bit or why you might've kept that from me. Um, but at the same time, I also, really value the connection that we do have. I I accept that we're done, that our relationship is over, but I'd still like to have you in my life in some way. And that's something that I'm having a hard time with if we can't trust each other. So like, again, I totally get why you did that, but can we agree to be honest with one another? You know, something like that might work. Um, but again, if you don't want her to be in your life, if you just want to like close that door entirely, then, uh, you don't, I, 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 there's probably not a whole lot of good things that would come from uh, uh, actually confronting her about that. And you're probably best to just um, let that be. Okay, guys, so once again, this has been Clay. Thanks again so much for tuning in. It's good to see the same faces once again. Um, and if you like what we're doing here, again, please hit that thumbs up button. Please subscribe if you're not already. Please hit the bell icon next to the subscribe button. And um, please leave some comments after this. Uh, has processed and become a regular YouTube video, and I'll do my best to check in with those. And um, if you want to learn more, head over to modernlove.life slash class and tune in there. Anyway, thanks so much for tuning in. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Please take care.